Hello and welcome to episode five of D Hoop University. This is your host, Daryl Harris, also known as D Hoopster to some. Thank you for joining us. We are wrapping up the first weekend of the NBA playoffs 2023. Quite the weekend it was. Every team has played and every series has began. And let's just say some things are different than a week ago when we recorded our projections and some things we predict, predicted would happen. So we got a lot to touch up on. I'm joined again by my boy Shiv. And what's up, bro? What's going on, man? Great weekend of basketball. I can say I, I spent a lot of time just chilling, watching basketball. I had a friend over, literally just hung out, watched a majority of the games. Had a friend over? Had a friend over. Pardon uh, me, pardon me. I, that, that's for us for off the record, off the record, <laughs> off the record talk. <laughs> um, And we just kicked it and we we had a good time watching some basketball. So I'm excited to get into it. I feel like it's been a minute. I yeah, it has. That long it has. Yeah, this, this is the longest hiatus in between episodes since the <laughs> Hoop University has launched. Guys, I'm sorry to have kept you waiting a long three days. Just the know that. We wanted, to, we wanted to interject timely for your weekend. There's balance. We don't want you to get sick of us. We want you to have some some good individual time, some personal time. And uh, But lo and behold, here we are. And let's do a quick. So here's here's my here's my loose agenda for today. Let's, let's go around the horn and let's give our tease, our takeaways from each kind of game. Let's talk about what happened in about 90 seconds. And then we will get to the story of the day. We're recording this at the conclusion of Sunday's games, like I said. So the story of today was kind of injuries. Yeah. And that reshaping what we might have predicted with a neutral set, you know, look at the playoffs. So we'll talk about that. We'll revisit some of our takes officially from our play-in previews. We didn't go on record with a hard this is what our take for the series will be. So we'll kind of jump in now and see if we have a changed opinion or where you sent me yours. So I do yeah. know what you're, what you're standing yeah. on and we can revisit that. And then I want to power rank the top eight teams in the playoffs open by conference, just the top eight teams from what you saw this weekend. And we will do this chronologically. So going back to Saturday, Philly and Brooklyn was in the first game. Philly won pretty comfortably, dominant showing from Joel Embiid. He was honestly a monster. Final mm-hmm. score, 121-101. Game was kind of never in doubt. What were your tees if you were just touching on that one? Uh, takeaways, if you're Philly, you had your three guys who scored 20 get to 20, right? Maxi, Harden, Embiid. Um, Harden looked good, looked spry. Um, when you get, and, and I texted you this, I said, if you're the opponent, it's never good when Paul Reed is out there doing Paul Reed things. Paul Reed is like, it, it feels like he's built for the playoffs. They're, they're like these guys like Nas Reed, right? Paul Reed, like guys that just like add something to a playoff game. And when he's out there running around, switching out on guards, grabbing rebounds emphatically, like B-ball, B-ball Paul, as he's also <laughs> known as. And if that kind of doesn't tell you, if you missed it, what's going on, if we're giving you highlights and emphasizing a Sixers reserve, then clearly it was a pretty good showing for Philadelphia. My thing about Brooklyn, they were almost right where you want it to be until they realized they couldn't stop them. Philadelphia also shot the lights out. I don't know if that's 
going to continue. But for what we saw, you know, it was a well-rounded showing for Philadelphia. Yeah. Following that, in the 1230 tip-off Pacific for us West Coasters, we had Boston and Atlanta, and Boston blew the the roof off in the first half. Oh, yeah. It, It tightened up a little in the second half, but it never again yeah. really felt in doubt for Boston. They end up winning 112 to 99. I can tell you 13 points is a much closer margin than what this game was at for the most part. It was a 30 point deficit at halftime. And, you know, it's kind of tough to keep your foot on the pedal just at that same level for the whole second half. So not surprised that Atlanta came back a little bit, just law of averages, mm-hmm. but Man, Boston had an impact on me. I will be able to go in more in depth on that later. Yeah, they came out. They played hard. Um, You want to set the tone with game one, obviously. Atlanta's success in the play-in was controlling the boards. Boston was up plus 16 in the rebounding margin sometime in the fourth quarter. Probably that number changed as the game went on, but sometime in the fourth, they they had a margin of plus 16. Boston's lulls is, I think, a topic that's going to be discussed. How did they let them back in the game? They let them climb back. When you're winning by so much, naturally, your foot is going to go off the gas a little. Um, and what's interesting for Atlanta is you didn't shoot the ball particularly well. I don't anticipate no. that continuing. I said Boston would win in six. I think they come out, they shoot well again. What's interesting to note is Atlanta was able to make that comeback with Trey Young off the floor. So that's probably something. That we yeah, need to we'll, more going forward. Um, but yeah, overall, good game for Boston. Good opener. And uh, everybody contributed. Sixth man of the year, hopefully. Um, Malcolm Brogdon played well. And uh, yeah, those guys stayed healthy. And, and that's an important thing in the playoffs. You really got to stay healthy throughout the whole thing. So you'll take those ones where you can get them. Yeah, sort of a tale of two halves Definitely. for Atlanta. They looked flat. They looked just... They got rocked. They got rocked in the they mouth. Far inferior in the first half. And like you said, part of that is it's just, man, you're looking and you're like, who do you put Trey Young on? Who do you you put him on? And that's kind of an answer that they – a question that they have to answer. And like I said, I'll I'll get more on on my opinion on Boston after what I saw from that one, but probably have similar opinions about what happened the rest of that game. And we had a really fun one. Things kind of picked up, and uh, a playoff cliche is a series doesn't win until a team wins on the road. Mm -hmm. Well, we have a series between the New York Knicks and the Cleveland Cavaliers because New York went in to Cleveland and got the dub, 101-97. And we could probably spend the most time on this one, if not this one, maybe the Golden State game. But this was a really good game, intense game. We're not surprised, like we said, this is an Eastern Conference Playoff game kind of to the T. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um you had Jalen Brunson. The big story of the game was Jalen Brunson foul trouble first half. Second half, he erupts and was the Jalen Brunson that we have grown to see this year. He finished with 27. And that was the difference for New York in the second half, was that he was able to kind of do whatever he wanted and you can see that he was itching to get back out there after having to watch much of the first half from the bench and on Cleveland side one of my quotes from the first episode was Donovan Mitchell is a guy who can get you 40 in a playoff game and you know that definitively 
if I had to pick a team in this series, I'm leaning Cleveland because they have that weapon to lean on. Well, Donovan Mitchell got you 38. And they still lost at home. Still yeah. lost at home. Slightly alarming, I must say. It was slightly alarming. And I'm not surprised because I tried to give this New York team benefit of the doubt and kind of pump them up when I talked about them in our preview that the little things they added made this a tough team that is more offensively balanced than New York Knicks teams have been in years past. Surprise, surprise, you have a point guard now. Look what, you know, that can do for an offense when you need it. Because yeah. there was rough points throughout that whole game of just physical play, you know, sloppy play, a lot of turnovers. We saw that all weekend, really. Yeah. Rough stretches of games. And New York just kind of had the toughness to – you got Spike Lee in there on the road. Yeah. It's just kind of like, all right. <laughs> This Knicks team feels like something, and you had a good point talking about the youth of that Cavs team. Yeah, I won't say that those guys were kind of shook by the moment, but you can tell that Donovan Mitchell was in a different gear than some of his teammates were. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the youth part of the the thing, right? And we also said we know what a Tom Thibodeau team brings to the table, right? Defensive intensity. They're just connected. They stay level-headed, whether they're up 20, down 20, down 5 whatever the case is, um, New York's an older team. And I think Cleveland's strength, a lot of what benefits them, I think, is being able to have that like rim presence, both on the defensive end and the offensive end. But New York's big, too. So like they can't get those easy looks. Alarming, alarming stat, Darius Garland only one assist. Can't have that. You just can't have that. Um, yeah. He, he makes them go when he's playing at a different pace. I saw them in person, right? I saw them mm -hmm. in person when they played the Clippers. And one of the things that stood out when they – I think the Clippers may have edged that game out. It was kind of a weird game. But one of the things that stood out in that game was how dominant they were rim to rim. Like when you have Mobley and you have um, Jared Allen, like these are guys that control the rim on both ends. They're grabbing a lot of boards. Um, I'm interested to see how they respond. I think that was Cleveland's aho moment. They're They're here. You know, the nerves are a little gone. Let's go out and let's play this. Let's play the series the right way. Um, I picked Cleveland in seven, but, you know, this could this could go either way. Um, I'm excited for for the next game. I really am. There's yeah a lot to unpack. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm not I'm not writing off Cleveland yet by any means, because. I think that those guys did kind of get the nerves off. They mentioned how this was the first postseason game for, by the way, for New York, for the Knicks, unsung hero was Josh Hart. Are we yeah. surprised? No, because this is the identity that Josh Hart has. Goes to my college player yep. theory yep. about, you know, when you have a proven identity in college, especially in postseason play and pressure moments that's your identity. That's not going to go away. And in high pressure moments, again, at the next level is going to surface. And Brunson showed that he, he's clutch and he does this, he quote unquote. And I don't think that Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland, this might be their first crack. And it's a, it was a good season for them. And, you know, we got six more games. I'm not jumping off, like I said yet, but there was push and pull because Garland finished with 17 points. Yeah. Seven for 13 from the field. But if you saw that game, he missed bunnies. He missed bunnies. There was a note on commentary about how he looks like he's pressing. Yeah. And Donovan Mitchell looked like he just wanted the ball. 
Like, dude, I don't care. Give me the ball and I'm going to make something happen. I'm not waiting for this to get in, for this to click into gear because for most of that game, Cleveland was down seven, down eight within range, but continually playing from behind. And you kind of see Donovan just wanted the ball. Like, guys, watch out. If you're not going to, you know, act like I'm acting. And that, you know, shows with Garland finishing with only an assist. That's really unusual. But pretty good series. Pretty good game, rather. And we're going to get some more of those. We are going to get some yeah. more of those down, down, down the course of this first round. Definitely. Rounding out Saturday, Golden State and Sacramento. Great game. Golden State and Sacramento, Battle Great. of the Bay. Great game. Light the beam. Light the beam. Light the beam. I work with people who, are, who have deeply rooted work in communities in Sacramento. And so every time yeah. I have check-ins with them, they'll be like, oh, you know, we just went to the Kings game the other day. And I'm like, light the beam, man. I picked the Warriors to win the series. I picked the Warriors to win the series, but I didn't go into it thinking it wasn't going to be a dogfight. I knew Sacramento was going to be able to play with pace. I think we said that on the pot, the pot as well. It's going to be up and down. It's going to be a lot of scoring. Um, Golden State executed well. Wiggins' first game back. You already saw how great it is to not have Jordan Poole on the floor and you replace him with Wiggins. Um, Wiggins... Misses the corner three. He was open. You executed the play well. It's a make or yeah. miss, as ESPN loves to remind us um, on their afternoon segments. Um, and you know, like I think, I think the Warriors are gonna. I I think they they understand what's ahead of them, um, and they will turn things around. I think Wiggins getting back only makes them better, and they have a rotation. You'll 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 slot GP two in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got, you got, uh, you just got guys. They, you got Kaminga. You never know what Kaminga can give you. First of all, Kaminga is going to have a game. He's like yeah. that this year. He, he's, he's capable enough to give you a game where it's like, oh, he only may have had like eighteen and eight, but on that eighteen, they were like six dunks and they were like backdoor yams. And that's it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. But Sacramento, they got some dogs, bro. Well, I was I was pretty concise with what I said about Sat. I said they had a great season and they're going to lose in the first round. And I also followed that with I can live to regret that. The thing with this is Golden State is is used to the highs and lows emotionally that the postseason comes with as anybody in the association. Yeah. So right now, Sacramento's they know they got their work and their job's not done. They got you know more work to do. But they're feeling good. They should win. They should feel good. Golden State knows as soon as we tip this second game, it's a little different. That first game doesn't mean Jack. And if we win this game, we're still going back to our turf split. We've still stolen home court advantage. Yeah. And Golden State, it was known on commentary all night, was one of the worst regular season teams on the road. Yeah. From start to finish, only yeah. one eleven home, only one eleven road games, I believe, was the number. And so. surprise, they didn't win the first one. They didn't win the first. Really, one. only they really only need to steal one. Yeah. And once they smell blood in the water, you think they're not going to close out once they have yeah. to. Yeah. So they just got to get one. Sacramento, great team effort. Monk and Fox put on a show. 
They went toe-to-toe. They went toe-to-toe with the best shooting backcourt of all time. Fox did that all this year. Best clutch performer in the NBA this season. Yeah. And we saw what Sacramento has been doing all year. They don't take their foot off the pedal, and they have their guys. Yeah. I think that Golden State is ready to eat that punch and come back in round two with another game plan and heading into round three. I think they're going to have momentum on their side still. Yeah. But to make an MMA analogy, but like I said, great showing. And this is what we wanted Sack to do. I also mentioned, I said they were plus, I believe, 270 to win the series, plus 230 to win the series. And Golden State was minus 270. I was like, I could see Sack winning a couple of those games and it never being that juiced again because they're not really that much weaker than the Warriors. It's just how tested are they and how much are they ready for this moment? We don't expect them to get that done yet, but they're on those level playing field. And this is a great, you know, I like this fighting analogy of, all right, get in the ring with somebody with a champ, with a former champ. And let's see if you deserve to, you know, get that title fight next. Yeah. And if you do, all, we're all watching. So this is your moment. And they, they made an impression in game one. Yeah, definitely. How do you follow that? How do you follow up? That's the biggest uh, question for them. Yeah. Special shout out to Aaron Fox. Stayed loyal to Sacramento. Never really overtly was trying to recruit people in this era of we're Twitter right. besties. Let's team up on a team. Right. Stay, stay focused. Stay locked in. Yeah. I've been to Sacramento. I've had to travel to Sacramento for work. It's not a fun place. <laughs> like it, it's not great. I tried to hype myself up to move there because I was craving independence so badly that like I realized I came to realize it's not the best place to be. So shout out to those fans for being loyal, sticking through. They deserve the win. Shout out to De'Aaron Fox for real. He arguably is the most important player in this series. Maybe that's a topic for another time. Um Mm. And yeah, we're going to see more. We will see more. We're going to see more. Gonna see we, more. By all accounts, we saw we saw almost we saw about a five star Steph in that game. Yeah, Steph, Steph was Steph in that game. Steph was Stephing, especially Kerr that- didn't overly play him, mm-hmm. which I'll, you know, credit to Kerr. He knows what he's doing as well. Right. He knows, now. What, he's doing. He he knows what he's doing. And, you know, who else knows what what's going on across the aisle? Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown, he knows what's going on over there. This is to further the MMA analogy. He's being trained by his opponent's former, you know, camp. Like, yeah, he knows. knows. Oh, he knows what's going on. He knows what what's gonna happen. Um, and and he knows what to expect. I mean, this is probably the most electric series I think there is outside of LA, Memphis, and and out of out of the. Out of this one in Milwaukee, because we're going to switch days now anyway, out of this one in Milwaukee, these are the two where it's like, all right, all right, stand, stand down, though. I, I know the road team won. I know, you know, it slipped. Yeah. Hold your horses. For just a moment. For just a moment. Don't, you know, I expect those guys to bounce back. But, yeah, man, that was a heck of a nightcap to Saturday. It was. Great. Steph blew it, blowing the game winner. Oh man. Anyway, you know what was for for me? I don't even think that was the game winning attempt. It was the Wiggins three in the corner. And then prior to that, Wiggins took a rush three in transition on the right wing. I yeah, think that I know what you're talking about. 
you know exactly what I'm talking about. And, and that rushed three in transition in the corner, you'd like to see Wiggins swing the ball to the top, get the ball to Steph, Draymond, maybe get something going there. But I also respect it. You're in your first game back. Don't be hesitant to shoot. It's a series for a reason. I'm that, glad that you- shot down next time. I'm glad you brought Wiggins back up because there was another point I kind of had on Wiggins and you got, you got Wiggins to the T kind of in this game. You you saw, like you said, he thought he was going to come back and have a big impact on this team. I don't think anybody really disagrees with that. And he did. Let's not forget in the finals last year, Andrew Wiggins reminded everybody of who he was coming out of college and the ceiling that he had. And in the first half, when he injects, especially top of the second quarter, you're like, ooh, the Warriors have that two-way, 6 eight Shot maker. Shot maker, defender, yeah. sound, freak five-star athlete. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, oh, they have that weapon again. Like, oh, okay, then, this looks... then you get the Wiggins where you just don't hear his name for about yeah. for like 20 minutes, half yeah. an hour. And it's like, no, he's out there. He's definitely out there. He's out there. The run's yeah. happening, and he's out there. Yeah. And you're not going to see him, you know, go and take, go and just take. Oh, crazy! Yeah, yeah. Something that stands out. Oh, Wiggins, he's not having it right now. Like you get the warmers where he's just getting up and down, and yeah. like we said, he he had a lot of time off. And if anything, that first showing should have been more impressive because that was off of a lot of time off so the yeah. fact that he touched the court and started getting busy that should answer a lot of questions about what kind of wiggins we're going to see this yeah. season definitely and it's, he should only round that round in the shape but my questions remain about what's your what's your front court answer and what's your closing five right because if it's they couldn't even get pool on the court to close yeah. so then you're going to get mild Wiggins because we don't know which Wiggins we're going to get. We're going to get Steph, which the defense is going to. Oh, let me save some of this. Let me save some of this for the power rankings. Let's jump to Sunday. <laughs> I'm done. Moving on to Sunday's games. Oh, man. Boy, oh, boy. Did it get off to a good start. <laughs> if you are a member of Laker Nation. Los Angeles Lakers, man. You said this word for the Celtics earlier. This is I just can't put it in better terms for this game. They set the tone. They they set the tone. Went into Memphis, came away with the win, one twenty eight to one twelve. That was one of their largest. They actually might have been their largest lead at any point, and the game ballooned in the last yeah. two minutes. If yeah. you weren't knowing what was going on, you would have thought that. They offended the Lakers based off of what happened at the end. It was, yeah, all right, games yeah. close, games close. They might start fouling. Psych, dunk, 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 dunk. Every time you thought they were going to pull the ball, no, it was dunk. No, man, that was it. Was it was startling? It was like, oh, like, call, like yo, it's good. It was personal. It was, it was personal. You can tell that this game is personal. There's the analogies in baseball, you know, you don't celebrate too much when you're up, you know, double digits or up 7-0 because you're yeah. playing this team tomorrow. So it's like you kind of respect the game a little bit. 
Sanford yeah. and hockey, you know, it's like you don't abuse the team when you don't take advantage of them. You don't when get the dunk. Out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't you don't go windmill with 15 seconds left. I'm pretty sure that almost happened today. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the last like 50 seconds. I swear they got like four dunks when they could have easily just pulled the ball. <laughs> no, it was gnarly, man. And this was a game that had some of everything, too. You had Anthony Davis yeah. go down right before halftime. And you see him say, you see him say on hard camera, I can't move my arm. You get Stephen A at halftime lighting him up. You get Twitter, who's now having a, you know, mini heart attack. If if we're watching this real time, you don't know what's happening next with Anthony Davis. You see this Memphis team that didn't come out hot. Their weaknesses were kind of showing right away. And then they started to look like they were playing at home and then they kind of settled in and then they stole the first half and L.A. didn't close the half well. And you're like, all right, the Lakers, you guys played better than them for this half, but you're you're losing. And it's like, all right, here we go. And then the third pace kept up. This this wasn't a slower scoring game. This game wasn't hurting for points. And it was because the Lakers bench, Lakers second unit and just overall the Lakers pieces coming together and all contributing. D'Angelo Russell hit timely jump shots. Stars of the day were Rui Hachimura in the second half and Austin Reeves down the clutch. And again, another unsung hero, Jared Vanderbilt. He might've had four field goal attempts on the day, finished with four points. He might've worked the hardest out of anybody on the court because who was chasing John Moran around baseline to baseline? He was. And the box score is not going to show you that. And it was just impressive. Then you have Anthony Davies. He came right out. Didn't miss a moment. Started the second half. Led the team in minutes today. 37 points, 22 points, 12 rebounds. Also, he was the NBA's regular season leader in total rebounds. And this was my formula. Winning formula if this team were to play well. They've got bodies. How are you blocking them out? And how are you getting buckets and good looks against this team that's now tough, locked in defensively? And they got a nasty Braun game today. Yeah. Braun didn't play horrible, but he didn't play great. But this is the Braun we're going to get now. This is what's what what's the version of this? It's just kind of just like just I'm gonna like I'm gonna LeBron. flesh this out some more and figure out you know what yeah. to, what to call this LeBron, but he's just like you know, the guy who he knows he's playing with good people now. And it's like, all right, I'm going to do my part to not drag us down, but I'm not going to do more than I have to either. Like he kept putting up jumpers and he was missing them, but I think it's because he wanted to be able to hit the one that he needed to. And he did. Yeah. In the second half. Volume shooter. All right. Volume shooter. That was a great game. Um, It's personal. It. Desmond Bain's post-game comments about, you know, that was probably the best game of his career. It kind of feels like it, it when you're at like a family gathering, right? Like let's think like like Sunday afternoon brunch with the family and the extended family. There's always like that older cousin and that younger cousin or that older sibling and that younger sibling. And the younger sibling does something dumb, right? Like they just like drop their bowl of pasta on the ground for no reason. And, you know, the older sibling is just mad because it like, you know, the siblings just the younger siblings just saying whatever, doing whatever. Right. And the the like parents take the younger sibling to the corner and put him in timeout or something. And then you ask the toddler, like, 
why are you standing here in the corner? They're just like, oh, you just put me in timeout. And it kind of felt like Desmond Bain was like the younger brother in that situation complaining about why he got a timeout when it's like you guys spent all season slapping these guys around in the media, talking reckless. It was, it was, it was, I am all here for that. That's the thing. I love that. But there is arrogance and then there is like talking, you know? Yeah. And no, it's that Dylan Brooks set him up for this. Yeah. Uh, let's pull Dylan Brooks's stat line up, ladies and gentlemen, shall we? <laughs> Dylan Brooks. Thunderous. Whopping 15 points, five for 13, two for nine from three, minus 18 to finish. But remember, he couldn't wait for LeBron to make his return to the playoffs so he could send him home. Yeah. Those are his comments before yeah. the playing even materialized. Knock him out and real quick. You mentioned that. I was like, that is the exact kind of false confidence we want the opponent to have. Yeah. It sounds silly talking about what you're going to do to a group of veterans before it even begins. And now look at the first bit of adversity. I mean, yeah, that was his best game ever. So what's gonna be <laughs> but Rui does that. And I said on the last pod, playing Rui is great for the Lakers. They play so much better with him on. He makes shots. He can switch out to anyone. He's not a liability defensively. He moves without the ball. This he is a great position. This is a great team for Rui to be on. Yeah. Because remember, you know, and we talked about him, you were on the money about what he can bring to the floor, making jump shots, going to the basket, defensive size, you know, with speed still and a nice agility. But remember, I was like, yeah, but he has these moments. You remember the traveling he had (laughs) where he went up and just kind of landed because he did leave his both of his feet and had nothing. And Jaron Jackson was going to toss it in midair. And those are the moments where you don't want really doing too much. Yeah. But the fact that this team has so much variance now and nobody has to be Superman yeah. that we will play to the right person. But we're not t- saying don't try to eat. Just if you're not eating, you don't got to force it. We can yeah. share the ball. We got options now. And let's get our bus back on D and, you know, let's get another look. So, let's get yeah, man. Ah, oh, that was good stuff. That was real no. good stuff. Can't, can't talk about this game without Jaws injury. Is it a broken wrist? Because it looked like a brutal fall. It looked I like believe a X-rays said they were negative, which almost isn't good because, yeah. well, it's not great because that means you still back. that means you you really really sprained it. Yeah. Just a person that's dealt with ligaments when it's not a break, that's not or a fracture, that's not great because. That means you got something ah, borderline going on and you run the risk of doing even worse damage, but you can also probably nurse it to where you're playing, but it's on a shooting hand. We were talking in the group chat and you're not, when you have the pieces that this Lakers team has on defense, you're not that scared of jaw. Stay in front of them, go under the screen, make them shoot it. There were some D Rose coming out where it's like yeah this guy is a lightning bolt athletically but we're just gonna stay down we got guys at the rim and if he wants to go jump and fall every play we're gonna let him jump and fall yeah kudos to ad stepped in took the charge it's not you know some everybody doesn't love that play where the person's coming down but it's it, it's, it happens yeah, that's the it's on, he already had the – I don't know what damage he had on the hand coming in, but he had a nice wrap on it already. So yeah. it just happens. And 
his status will be up in the air going forward, I imagine. But he came out and it looked like he had a hard rap on it. Yeah. That was before x-rays were taken. And like we said, the x-rays were negative. We're not doctors, but. I sure uh, was make Changes the dynamic of the entire thing. You're going to be the primary ball handler with Vanderbilt on you and help side digging at you with your strong hand bandaged. And we're going to force yeah, you to take some board. jumpers <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know. Hey. We'll, we'll wait for the folks oh, to start yeah. saying the Lakers had it easy. And let's not forget where everybody stood about a month, about a week ago. I listened to those play in preview, those playoff preview podcasts. I listened. Y'all weren't picking the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. No, a lot of people, I think, I think, I think uh, Colin, Colin picked the Lakers. Um, and I, I took, I, I of took. Of course, Lakers. a few did have the, a few had the foresight. To see that this team, I think you can even kind of see this team is like they took the court and they kind of had an energy like they think we're the underdogs. Yeah. The yeah. hell is wrong with them? Yes. We got Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and we're the Lakers. Yeah. They think we're. Would they think right, we're a seven? Cool. Let's like, let them think that. Yeah. <laughs> you almost kind of saw oh, that. And we we are due for um we are due for a LeBron game like I like it, it comes at crypto where you get the thirty eight eight and nine from LeBron and he's just burying you with the the stare at the ball for a second before he steps back like I, I like where this breakdown's going so we probably won't have to spend as much time on the teams when we power rank them but yeah the fact that the Lakers now in their deck of cards have has the Reeves game. Yeah, the fact that the Reeves game is a, is a is a playoff winning game that they have in the deck now, and they just use that. Today wasn't the AD is Hulk Hercules game. Definitely yeah. wasn't the broad game. Yeah. It was the team effort. You know, we're not going to bank on the Rui one, but it's like if we're getting these games now, it's different. It's scary. It's scary. Scary hours. Scary hours in Memphis. It it is a. It's a. It's a. It's a. In the Western it's a, Conference. There I say. Real day to be a local individual from Memphis. Get this is going over under four and a half. All right, sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. No disrespect. <laughs> Let's move along. But up next, another upset. Yeah, weird game, weird game. And this was the one that I got to see the least today. I'll also throw that in. And Giannis kind of went down early. And you could tell that that will what throw the script out for this game. You know, this is going to be you can almost pencil Miami in at this point because if Giannis isn't playing, you're not giving this Milwaukee team too much benefit of the doubt, which begs the question, are they in trouble? Um, it was a weird trouble. Game. It was a weird game. I, I actually I watched a good chunk of it. Um, it was kind of boring. I don't like particularly watching either team unless the Celtics are playing them. Um, but yeah, the injuries are weird. You lost Hero, right? Yeah, like lose Hero like as well. Duncan Robinson just saw the court for the first time since the bubble. I feel like, like he, they got him running. Like it was a weird game. It was weird without Giannis. I think if you're Milwaukee, what's good is. Chris Middleton really got going that game. And there have been a lot of doubts about 
Chris Middleton? Is he going to show up? What do we have? So for him to get into the 30-point club, you like that. You feel great about that. Mm-hmm. Didn't really have an impact on the game today. I don't expect that to be the case going forward. Um, you got some from Bobby Portis, which is nice. So who's going to step up? And that's what I said about the Bucks in, I think, episode two or three. I was like, I don't know what more you're going to get from guys like Javon Carter, from Grayson Allen, from Pat Connaughton. Like, I, I don't know no. who they have in the reserve to get things really going. And if you're Miami, you feel great. You don't know what's going to happen with Giannis. And now Brooke Lopez isn't as much of a factory with Bam hitting mid-range jumpers that they're just letting him walk into. So I'm interested to see what adjustments get made going forward. Not much to take away because you don't know what's going to happen with Giannis. Um, But if you're Miami, you have to be feeling really good right now. You just came back from the dead. You really did. Uh, Here we go again. Here we go again with this Miami team. When we talked about this team before the pod, remember you were all, I always said that, you know, you were quick to say how you feel about them. And I was like, yeah, you're not wrong. You're honestly right. But for some reason, I cannot let myself take this team for granted because they can play like trash one night. And the next night, wake up like world beaters yeah. and just go steal a game. Yeah. And they just, my, Milwaukee just gave them a game. Mm-hmm. So that's not great. That's no. not great. And I am going, you know, losing hero does suck. But essentially, you just throw Robinson out on the court and tell him, hey, you get shoot it with confidence. And... <laughs> You got somebody who can at least fill the shoes that Hero had on the court. Yeah. they See, Hero's um, ability to kind of play a little more in motion off pick and rolls and facilitate off that, I think. Yeah, initiate, right up, lead a break. Reggie Miller Miller said Tyler Hero's absence is greater than Giannis's absence in this series, essentially. And it's like – I see you're trying to be creative, and Reggie, I love you on the call. First, <laughs> anybody that slanders Reggie on the call is misled. We and love Reggie on the call. We love Reggie on the call. I stand, Reggie. Reggie, if you're listening to this, you're my guy. But that was crack. That was Patron in the coffee cup. That Dude, was Patron in the coffee cup living in the moment. Like... That was the, that was the martini espresso to start. Yeah, the day. that was the that was the third martini of the evening. The gray goose has you feeling loose. You know what I mean? This was actually on my must mention notes for Cleveland, New York. But Jesus, Hubie Brown was in rare <laughs> form for that one. <laughs> he you give Hubie Brown. so much crap, and it's like <laughs> I respect the guy, OG in the yeah. game. <laughs> coach you know what i'm saying <laughs> captain back in my day but hubie just let the play play out it's like you let somebody just get one nice diagonal pass oh all oh, the skip and then this dude throws up a brick and he's like oh but that's what you want and it's like hubie <laughs> it's okay this isn't the 80s threes don't come at a premium anymore we throw them up nowadays <laughs> 
Yes. Like, we let it fly. No, Hubie, Hubie now, is Hubie. the king. Hubie, Hubie everybody the... can make that pass, Hubie. It's just a skip pass. And Hubie's like, be a full ball rotation. Oh. You know, see, that's the ball movement you want. Like, I would just... It's it, Hubie is the king oh, of explaining exactly what everyone knows. Oh, exactly man. what everyone knows. He's like, now you see, he moved the ball over to the wide open man <laughs> in the corner, and the corner man shot it because he was open and he hit it, and and that's what you want out of your offense. And it's like, dude, they were playing in transition. Like he's like, oh, he he pulled out the euro step. There's a guy from the. From Argentina by the name of Manu Ginobili. He brought this game, he brought this move to the game. And you do it, you show the defender one way, and it 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 reworks what you think of how you step for a normal lab. It's like Hubie, they're doing this in second grade. <laughs> I I don't know why we're we're, we're shooting out the window I, at Hubie. Because I told you I had to mention yeah. that. Like yeah, he was in rare I, form. Hubie does not let the play rest ever. Um, I love Hubie. Shout out to shout out to OG. Shout out, OG. Salute, salute, salute to the pioneers of the game. <laughs> salute to the forward progressors of the game. <laughs> oh man, I need a moment. I need a moment <laughs> off of that one. That's comedy. There was somebody who got whacked. Remember who was it? Julius Randall elbowed somebody straight across the nose, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh well, I mean, there's no intent there." And his 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 partner just gotta at this point you just gotta ride shotgun. You gotta ride with it. You're like back in my yeah, that's a play on play on. It's like Hubie, you just took this dude's face off with an elbow. (laughs) There was nothing unintentional about this. Oh man, hey, let's appreciate it. Let's just appreciate that. I know that is so funny. Complete tangent. What were we talking about? I think we were talking about Struess and the boys. Let's uh, <laughs> yeah, move along. We were talking about, we were talking about, yeah, because Reggie, Reggie was saying that. <laughs> um, oh, man. Um, <laughs> Following up the Heat and the Bucks, Heat still won. Isaiah, yeah. man. Isaiah's uh, probably, I, I texted Isaiah. I was like, not done yet. <laughs> Siri just woke up. And I, I never, I did not ask Siri to make appearance at all. Okay. Isaiah Texas, as soon as the whistle sounds on the play-in game against Toronto, he said, not dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to check in with our with our Miami correspondent soon because we need his expertise. Definitely. We got it. And like we said, oh, man, good game. Clippers, Suns. Yeah. If you haven't listened, that. if you haven't listened to episode two, Homie Hopper, if you haven't listened to that episode, we will not be able to recreate the authenticity in which we spoke about the Phoenix Suns. We won't be able to. So if you haven't listened to Homie Hopper, you need to listen to that episode. Foreshadowing, spoiler alert, the episode, the title of the episode comes from the conversation about the Phoenix Suns. And in short, we found ourselves not really wanting to root for this team. And I'll speak for myself, at least really standing on the fact that, no, this isn't going to work. You're not just going to be able to grab the pieces off the express shelf that you see before you get in line and pay for your items and think that that's your five-star meal. 
It's like, no, this thing takes, you know, a recipe. It takes some seasoning. You've got to let it marinate. It, it's not just riding a bike. This is playoff basketball. It's intense. And you don't, you know, you don't get these playoff scars and hardened skin as a team overnight. Yeah. So I'm not surprised at all that Phoenix lost this game. I'm mad I didn't bet on it. There was a big day for the underdogs, but not surprised. I told, no. you know, I told my barber, I was like, hey, you know, Westbrook, we said this too, he's a much better clipper than he is a Laker. And I expect him to have his for his impact to be felt this game, this series. It might, you know, not it's not just gonna start raining jumpers all of a sudden, but if you look at that game. The second and third most impactful player on the court today. I was about to say he had like the three most off important important offensive rebounds down the stretch that generated points for their team. Game winning like, block on Booker, and uh, just a countless number of just hustle in between trademark Russell Westbrook plays. Mind you, he shot three for seventeen. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't shoot that well. Didn't really matter. Ty Lue and Ty Lue is a coach that I would play for. Yeah, I don't know what it is exactly about Ty Lue, but he understands how to coach a game. Yeah. And he understands that, yeah, I know what you're out there for. I need you to do that because yeah. that's how I think we can win if you do that. Yeah. So not surprised at all, man. He's a good coach. And you said you're not sure about Monty Williams. Kind of showed today, didn't it? Kind of showed. I thought that – Phoenix would get in these positions where it's regular, you know, these are all experienced guys. We're going to get, they're going to get into positions where they think they're under control. It's like, Oh, Oh, it's all right. Six minutes left, seven minutes left. It's getting tight. We need these buckets. We need these stops. And they're going to know that and be conditioned already to expect, you know, know what's expected in that moment, but they're not going to know how to get it done together. That's trust. And that's not yeah, it don't come overnight. I don't know. And no, it doesn't. I'm with you. I it was I had picked Phoenix to win this series in six. And what I wasn't anticipating was Devin Booker and Kevin Durant trying to figure out their relationship on live TV. Like like it was an episode of The Bachelor. It's like, no, you got it. No, you got it, sweetie. No, you got it, honey. Like no, there needs to there there needs to be that figured out. You can't mm-hmm. be passive coming out in the first game of a playoff series. I get it. It's a long series. And they feel confident in themselves as they should. They have more talent than the Clippers do on paper. But ironically enough, over the last 3-4 years, I've always given the Clippers a little bit of of extra oomph, like just a little trash talk their way because they're always buying pieces and adding guys. And I was like, you can't win if you're not going to develop as a team. So I find it kind of ironic that the Clippers are now like a team that like has continuity against a team that somehow has no continuity, but has the ultimate like plug and play superstar that in theory should be to elevate everything for yeah. them. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. That was that's my argument against the Clippers as well. Is that they reshuffle the deck every year, and unless you have 
you know, a few of those Pantheon guys where it doesn't matter, yeah. you're ultimately going to get beaten by a team who knows who they are more than you when it matters yeah. most. And this, I'm telling you, this Phoenix team, they might think that they are ready. And I just don't think the team's ready to win yet. They're just not. Yeah. But like we said this too on episode two, uh, Homie Hopper, I'm telling you, if you haven't played that episode. But we yeah. said, I said one caveat, no team has ever acquired their best player midseason, went on to win the championship. Yeah. So do we expect that record to be broken essentially this year? I do not. And we also said that KD's not in he's not on Phoenix and he's a free agent next year. He's <laughs> gonna be playing in Phoenix now for a couple years. Next year, we're probably gonna fill these boys. <laughs> next year, they're gonna be reckoned with. And they're going to figure out all of this kind of stuff because they're not they're not youngins, you know, getting their first taste in cracks. No, yeah. I just think that they're, you know, you can't drive through a championship team. Yeah. And next year, though, it'll be a complete different argument. Whereas they were the betting, they were remember we brought the odds up for that reason. They were the odds on favorites to win in the first to win the Western Conference. Yeah. And if you're looking at that team, it was if you're looking at if you revisit those rankings it was phoenix number one followed by a tie between golden state and denver and fourth i want to say was memphis followed by the lakers i think and so. look at the teams that won today yeah no you're, you've 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 got a you've got a good point vegas always knows man vegas kind of i don't it's know like how- I, t- I told you it's like we're not going to give you credit and let you pick phoenix with a lot of juice behind them because in reality, they could, of course, pull it off. So we're going to put them at the top. But I'm like, in no way are they the odds-on favorites. Yeah, and you're going to get some real good value <laughs> with these other folks. But, you know, as here, here nor there. We will touch on these two teams a little bit more in our ranking. We got yeah. one more game to touch yeah, on. and Minnesota. I didn't even turn that I think on. we're going to do the, the Simpsons gif of walking through the door and walking right back out the door to talk about this one yeah yeah you know not um the cl- you can read the cliff notes for this one yeah Denver um, was up I, big by you know early second half yeah first half wasn't disrespectful but the second half it never got any tighter yeah 32 to 14 margin in third quarter for Denver's way, they go on to win 109 to 80. Lowest um, scoring game of the first round. I, I don't even know. I, I Denver shouldn't be playing around with these guys. It's probably what Nuggets in four or maybe five. Um if Denver's really like that, they should just put this team away and keep keep it pushing. Um, not even a discussion about the playoffs, but implications on this season for Anthony Edwards' future. He feels like a loyal guy. Feels like he really likes Minnesota. He wants to be the face of the franchise. Do some voices keep creeping in and maybe convince him to pursue another option via trade, maybe not re-signing. I don't know what his current contract deal is, but if I'm Anthony Edwards, I'm a little frustrated because you had a, you almost won a, a first-round series last year against a team that has very high aspirations this year, and you somehow managed to get worse and get rid of your future in the same move (laughs) as we 
as the play, I mean, as the calendar just progresses, we're, we're going to talk about the offseason. Cap might be the biggest piece to dangle on the market this year, and Minnesota could be could look very different next year. Yeah. Minnesota could get rid of Cat and Towns by next year. Who knows? Yeah. So, yeah. do you want to touch on these series real quick and give your prediction predict projections for how they'll finish up after one game for all of them? Or yeah, why don't we why don't we do that? Um, I'll let I... you roll, and then I'll just follow you up i got you um here let me i am picking okay so i have my i have my picks written down so i just wanted to um in the west i had nuggets over the wolves i said in six i think i was being a little grateful i'm gonna go nuggets over wolves clean sweep i think that's 4-0 yeah um i have just just mark me down for one of those two (sighs) all right cool so i've got we both have the nuggets over the t-wolves in four I've got Phoenix over the Clippers in six. Hmm. I've got the Dubs over the Kings in six. And I've got Memphis over um, the Lakers in six. But I changed it before the game started to Lakers over Memphis in six. I feel a little more confident about that after the first day. Come, come, to, the, come, to, <laughs> come to the light side. Yeah. I, I don't know. This jaw injury, I think, changes things. Their lack of interior your presence really showed today jaron jackson had an incredible game you still lost by a resounding margin um yeah and yeah so we'll see what happens but i i like the lakers i like the lakers in six in the east i have i have i have milwaukee over miami in five um i don't know what that is now um i'm gonna go under the assumption that Giannis is going to play, maybe not in the next game. I'm going to say he plays game three. I'm going to take Milwaukee in six, but I think that series gets a lot closer now that Giannis isn't 100%. I have Cleveland over New York in seven. Um, Don't feel super confident about that, to be honest. I don't know how confident I feel about that pick. I'm going to stick with it because I think a lot of my picks aren't that spicy. I think this is an opportunity to be kind of spicy and take Cleveland in seven. But New York, that thing is going to be 3-3. And Jalen Brunson might be the best player on the floor in that entire series. And that's a little bit of a spicy take. But Mm. after yesterday, one guy put up a lot of points, didn't elevate the team, and one guy – his presence really elevated a bunch of other guys, except for RJ Barrett, because RJ Barrett, for some reason, cannot hit jumpers in big games. (laughs) For whatever reason, this has been the theme for the last five years. Um, And then obviously I have, I have Philly over Brooklyn. I had Philly over Brooklyn in six after game one. That's probably a sweep. Um, Put put me down for one. Put me down for one of those. Yeah. And then I got Boston over Atlanta in six. And I'm sticking with that. I think Atlanta, I think Atlanta could very realistically steal one in Boston. And I think Atlanta wins one on their home floor as well. Hmm. I like picks. I don't disagree with many. I might be a little more prisoner of the moment in some of mine, but yeah. Philly, Brooklyn, sweet. They are if we're gonna get that Joel Embiid in three games, yeah, they're not losing the game this series. Atlanta, Boston, sweep. Yeah. Because I think that first half was not smoke and mirrors. 
I think that that is a closer depiction of where these two teams are right now in the postseason and where these organizations are. I don't believe that an organization with a new head coach in only a couple of months is going to beat the best roster in the conference when you don't under, you're a great coach. You know basketball through and through. You're an expert, a savant, all of that. You don't know what your team does best. You don't. You don't know that after two months. You yeah. are, you know, speaking positively and you, using your best judgment for all of these things. You are not prepared to play chess against the chess master yet. And we gave Missoula some flack and he had some question marks. He kind of sent some – he erased some question marks for me with his third quarter, with his fourth quarter interview. You know that fourth quarter interview with the coach that starts the quarter? It's usually yeah. a throwaway segment. Yeah. Reporters speaking to him, it's rosy because they were blowing him out in the first half. Third quarter was a little closer. And she's like, Coach, you know, you've got to love what you're seeing out there. He's like, and, you know, not much let up. How, what, you know, what's your game plan for the rest? He was like, no, there was a lot of let up in that third quarter. There was. Yeah. There was plenty of let up. And he said that kind of like, no, no, I, I didn't love that. Yeah. And they went on to play more of that ball in the fourth quarter. So I know he talked to those guys like, hey, look, 1-0, cool. This, you know, yeah. I, this is all I was th- this is all I'm taking away from this game. Yeah. Is that you guys were sleepwalking for a half still. Yeah. And I, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So I, I think that Atlanta's not really ready to hang with them. That's interesting. I, I have a lot of friends too that think Boston's gonna sweep. I don't know. They they are they are subject to taking their foot off the gas. And I think it happens. And Trey, Trey you had not- a good one. You were like, if they lose, it's probably a game they just don't show up. Yeah. It can so I happen. See it. I get five is more realistic and safer, yeah. but what I sleep, yeah. I think that team is hands down better. If they give them one, it'll be, you know, gentlemen sweep, if yeah. not sweep proper. Yeah. At in New York and Cleveland, my take would have been Cleveland and seven. And I'm actually going to hold on it as well. I'm holding on that right now because I think that this game won. Yeah. The spotlight kind of flashed on a few of those guys in Cleveland. And I think they kind of take that. I think they're taking a gut punch tonight. You know, it's like, oh man, we lost game one at home. They're sitting in front of our guys. That, that, that really wasn't supposed to happen. And I think some of those guys answer the call and match what Donovan Mitchell was, you know, trying to do single-handedly. And I yeah. still like that they have those guys protecting the room. You saw yeah. some really nasty, sloppy plays from Mitchell Robinson. You kind of saw a, just like a God bless him stretch from Hardenstein where it's like, okay, well, if this guy is going to be pick and roll, Matt, like, all right, I don't think we're going to win this game if yeah. if this guy's doing this and that. And Hardenstein's not a bum, but it's like I think a couple guys on New York didn't play over their heads. I think Josh Hart, as hard as he plays, he might not be able to, you know, he's going to get, he might get a little banged up. And I think you know how you want to guard Randall and you live with the results. Yeah. So yeah. Brunson might be the one that tips the scale. I'm going to hold and say, because I think Donovan's been in this spot too. That brother's not going down without, you know, guns blazing. And I think his team is going to going to match that. I think that team has some chemistry and they're going to rally. Sacramento Golden State. I'm with I would take Golden State actually in 6. And wow. if not, I would take Golden State in 7. 
honestly, I just can't look at this overall playoff bracket and see what's possible and not think that Lakers Warriors is going to happen in round two. Feels that way. You you can't seeing what we have to offer from this postseason, just you know, like looking at the bracket. I think there's no way we're not getting Lakers Warriors in the really semis for you know at least a game six or a game seven. Yeah. And that's probably one of the flagship series from this postseason. So I think Golden State, I think that they didn't lose much sleep at all after yeah. the loss. And yeah. I don't like I said, I don't think their ceiling's where it's at. They're not my pick to win at all, but I think they survive against Sacramento. Yeah. And a little faster for the last few for me. I've got LA over Memphis in five, bro. Five. Lakers okay. in five. I know you've been feeling that way. I can see it. I can see it too. That's the thing. I think after today, you can kind of see it. The thing that puts me at six is I I give Memphis some credit for being able to space and hit threes and sometimes desmond bain just has it going where he's got that thing on like a slingshot right. his right is so weird like but he's yeah pulling that thing from deep in transition like and so i i don't know i i give him respect for that but man i could totally i would not yeah. be surprised if that thing only goes five and it's like we're gonna, gonna let yeah everyone quick yeah we're gonna let bain throw the cape on yeah Here's here's your cape. Here's the cape. Here's your bat. Here's your Batmobile. Here, you know, here. Get it done. Get it done, Desmond. (laughs) We haven't gotten the Jared Jackson foul trouble games yet. Yeah, that's true. And I'm sorry. Don't see it. Lost in all of this. Lost in all of the the acquisitions that the Lakers made at the trade deadline is. Mo Bamba, where is he? Sitting on the bench, like right next to hurt? right next to my guy Lonnie Walker. Man, I wanted some Lonnie minutes. <laughs> why? Why is didn't it Lonnie even? But you know, the best part, didn't even need him. They didn't need him. Didn't didn't need him at all today. Either they of those guys, and the options there, so we can take an injury or two. We can take you know an, an off night or two because the option yeah. is there. And from what I saw, Lonnie has been the guy that's been staying ready. So. Yeah. Respect. And if you know this when you win a championship, everybody wins. So you gotta somebody somebody's have to sacrifice and definitely might be seeing some of that character come out from him. Um and we're gonna talk more because we got our playoff rankings to close. Yes. Clippers sons. Okay, what you got? I am going to go clips in seven. Ooh. Clips in seven. I think Chris Paul finds himself in another the world is watching Precarious game seven. seven. Yeah. And I think Kevin Durant. Kev, hey, we didn't mention this. K- KD got a haircut. KD, did I text? Did I text you that? I saw did it. I, I saw it on the internet. Talked about. I texted about someone it. that I said KD with the fresh cut. I swear to God, I texted that someone. I can't remember. That's like that's. I like, texted. I texted it to Isaiah, bro. I texted it to Isaiah. Look at this. And it's like, hey. all right, that's like dad. You just went and tried to get the new Jays. It's like that. You're going to dinner. Like, throw on throw on your collar shirt that you like. You know what I'm saying? Throw the hat that you like. 
we want you to be comfortable. You don't got to dress up for us like that. Like, knock it off. We know we know the real you. It's like, Katie, you got them getting a haircut. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Hold uh, he on. looked odd. He, he looked odd. Stop it. <laughs> hey, he was trying to show out with his new girlfriend, Devin Booker, right? So it's like, man, you gotta look for the, gotta look you fresh. Know, first you gotta look fresh. Hey, first date is you know, it's our first playoff game. I wanted to be a good it's one. It's our first playoff. I don't. I want this to go smoothly. You know, I don't want to come. Might say a lot it. about the relationship. You know. <laughs> I just want to put our best foot forward. It's like when you're when you're like when you're finished getting ready, right? Like you got your shirt, you got your jacket on, whatever, right? Hair's looking good, the products like sit well, and then you're like, all right, all I gotta do, put on the watch, boom, like let's get the cologne on, and all you gotta do is just tap it a little, you know what I mean? One, two, three, right? And the first spray comes out, and just, now it's like part on your ear, like you got it on the lower ear. You go to the other side, boom, you miss your neck. You kind of got it on your hair now. And it's like, what are they doing? Why? And then, I, then, you, then you walk why past like, reeking of cologne. It's like, and Yo, now you're brother. reeking of, yeah, it's like, do you know how to do, do you know how to do this? Like, is this your first time doing this? <laughs> <laughs> like... Yo, KD just catches strays, man. He just got it. Dude, I'm sure they're gonna, you know, I I I don't wanna say I'm gonna stick with Phoenix and Six because I, one, what's gonna get lost in all this and all we're of gonna our get history? a lot of different games. We didn't get Paul George today. Well, Paul George isn't supposed to play in this series, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Who knows? Who knows? But, I agree. Right? Who knows? But yeah, who knows? I agree. You could let's get uh let's get on to the main event, which is gonna be our playoff power rankings. We're gonna do this weekly. And, of course, we'll keep doing the eight teams through two rounds. Once we get to the conference finals, we'll just put those teams top to bottom. But we're going to do this rank, We're going to do this list, and we're going to reference this as the playoffs progress and see, you know, are the guys at the top who we have hypothetically in the championship window, is the, are those the ones who make it out? And we're not keeping this between conferences, just who are the top eight teams that we saw and where are they coming in in the power rankings today? So uh, we're going to do this uninterrupted. I'm going to let Shiv go first. Cool. And, you know, I'll I'll question his afterward, and then I'll do the same, and we'll see you later. All right. Let's do it. Uh, one, I have Boston. Am I a homer? Yes. I'm going to put Boston there. They came out, they did what they had to do. Um, They didn't really show any weaknesses. They showed lulls. I think those are two things that you got to be able to differentiate when ranking a team. Two, I have Denver. They came out, they handled their business, didn't play around with them. They were the best team in the Western Conference. I'm going to give them that respect at least, even though I don't think that this run goes on much, much longer. Um, Three, I have Philly. Philly dominated with the MVP, hopeful, Embiid. Harden had a great game, I think 23-13. They're just going to keep it rolling against that team. Four, I have Sacramento. Sacramento showed out. I got them at four, which feels a little high. Um, but I like the way they played. I think they're ready to play with this pace. The question is defensively, are they going to be there? Um, and are you going to get the same level of contribution? Because you can't necessarily rely on 30 from Malik Monk every night. Is Trey Lyles going to keep it going? Is Keegan Murray going to get it going? Will Harrison Barnes have a game? Who's going to, you know, how well is Davion going to stay with Steph or Clay? Right. Like these are these are questions that are going to get answered, but 
Based off one game, I like Sacramento at four. They could shoot the ball. They played with pace. I loved it. Five, I have the Lakers. Um, things could shift really quickly in that series. Mm-hmm. And I think you, that's the one team, along with the Warriors, you don't really want to give momentum to. That team knows how to roll with momentum. So I have them at five. I have the Clippers at six. You won on the road in a huge game where Westbrook didn't play well. Kawhi showed out. That's going to go under the radar, I think. Um, it's good to see him out there. I forgot what he brought to the table as a basketball player a little bit, if I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen the Clippers in forever. But seeing Kawhi hit threes down the stretch, I was like, oh, I forgot that you low-key have a three ball like that. Like, he's getting his shots. He's strong. Um, so I guess Clippers. Yeah. He, very high clip since the yeah. he he He's been playing well, and he's showing out now. This I think he feels he's the alpha in the series, as he should. Um, he won a title over over KD. He should feel better than him if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, at seven, I have Golden State. Um, I would have them higher, but obviously losing to Sacramento isn't the best look. But I'm not counting them out yet. I think those guys are really going to flip the switch, and Wiggins is only going to get better as time goes on. So I have them at seven right now, and then to round it out at eight, I have Phoenix. I don't have Milwaukee in these rankings at all because I don't know what you get with Giannis. I don't have Miami in there at eight. I have Phoenix. I think they flip things around offensively. They make this a series. And at that point we'll see, you know, there's a lot of question marks in that series. So I got Phoenix at eight. I like your list. I like your list. It, you have to make some tough choices, which I, which is why I like this exercise. Yeah. And I, let's get mine going. Yeah. Let me Number hear one. it. Number one, I have the Boston Celtics. Yeah. I was thoroughly impressed by what I saw on the court that year, that game. Yeah. Tatum, I keep reminding folks, he, he's my the best player in the league waiting to happen to me. And, oh, my goodness, his level of pace, it almost looked like he was slow-dogging it to start the game. But as you can tell, the, those guys are so used to the postseason now. And they – are they a lot of that game was on autopilot for those guys and they were clicking on all cylinders let's not forget that first third of the season where they were the best team in basketball hands down of course they hit adversity it's a long season this looks like that team that team that's the best shooting team somehow also the best offensive and defensive team altogether because they have continuity they have a great crowd they have a coach that's tuned in the difference maker is going to be an angry tatum I'm going to remind folks that's what I want to see. And I'll let you, I'll tell you, I saw a little bit. And it was anger, it was man, it was anger at the refs. And you don't love that, but it wasn't the like I'm complaining. It was like, hey, mother, like, you know, I know you see this. Like they were up, they were up big already still. And he's walking yeah. off at a dead ball, mouthing the ref. And I'm like, okay, yeah. okay. No, that stuck with me. I, I, I think that team means business, and Milwaukee was my pick to come out of the conference. I've, I've changed that. It's Boston right now. It's Boston right now. Number two, I have Denver ag- as well. Sorry. There was, an, there, was, there was an aggressiveness about his game. He looked to get to the rim. Same with Brown. Oh, and man, I, it was just so going easy. downhill like that. It was so, so easy. It was easy for them, for both of them. It. Oh, man. They're they focused. have. They have it. Yeah. There's something in here that they have – I think figured out and 
all of that experience comes from last year losing in the finals. You don't yeah. get you don't understand what gear that is until you get there. That's the cracks. That's, yeah. it, it takes cracks. Yeah. And once yeah. you know you're you're a step ahead of the competition, once you're like, no, we're ready for this next, like we're not folding right here. We're not. Yeah. Yeah. We're our eyes are down the line and you yeah. kind of say like, all right, we're here now. There's the, mental the, resilience. The, the versatility with the lineups with smart on the floor, like you said, and then you versus Brogdon. And you have the versatility with Horford and I don't even think, I don't think Grant really touched the court like that. No, you, have the, you have the lineups where it's Horford and, you know, a Hauser or another guy, but then you bring in Rob and yeah. it's just like, oh man, the, these guys have just different hats that they can put on. And it's very, very dangerous. It is. Number two, I have Denver and Chalk as well. They took care of business so far teams will sleep on them and underestimate them any team that eliminates them is going to have their work cut out from them from the jump and they're going to be hard to knock off but they haven't given me a reason to knock them below that even though i was very tempted to put the lake show at number two but i put them at number three and that's par for the course for where i was projecting them to ideally be and this goes back to the regular season. I said, if this team doesn't clinch their spot until the last day and not meaning the play in, because you can be the play in as long as you're the seven seed. I was like, if this team is in must win scenarios going down to the last minute, they haven't figured it out. But if they can get a little cushion for themselves and they can win games that need to be won and start switching the beat. And, you know, we're seeing that now we're seeing that now. They're winning without their guys having to be Hercules. So stop it. This team has Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And about nine really, really ready to play role players. That's what gets it done this time of year. So I got the Lake Show right there. I got them a step ahead of Philly because Philly's case for winning the title, I believe, is that we have the best player in the statement season, kind of what Giannis's ring was a couple of years ago, where yeah. it's not, you know, that we really just had the best team, but there's no argument about this guy. And we had the right pieces around him. And I told you people hate on Tobias Harris, people hate on Harden. And I'm like, these guys do their job, especially now that you have a force that's like Joel Embiid. You don't have to do as much, but that's why I have them at four. Because I think that Harden is now, you know, he 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 was a twenty. He was that. He was the he was the uh, what's the he was the G wagon, you know, a couple years ago. And it's like, all right, now it's twenty twenty three, but you still got the G wagon. Yeah, it's like, bro, everybody's got a Tesla now. Everybody's got this and that, and it's yeah. just like. You still have like this classic. Yeah, the the Hummer isn't really gonna hum right now. This isn't yeah. what you, you know. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm rooting for both of those guys. I am, but I think that still the accountable folks who can get you some. If you run into the team that has the answers for your stars which will be hypothetically a Boston. It would hypothetically be a Milwaukee and hypothetically be a LA. Yeah. If they have those answers, I don't think that Philly support and cast is trying to forget it there. But what I saw from Embiid was enough to be like, man, if Allen Iverson took a team to the finals, 
you can't tell me this brother can't take a team to the finals. Yeah. Picking up from there, I do have Milwaukee. I have Milwaukee. Yeah. Did you have a point you want to jump in with that first? No, 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 no. I was, I was. Um, gotcha. I was about to ask why you have Milwaukee, given Giannis's injury. I still have them right there. I respect. Yeah. No, I have Milwaukee at five. I have Milwaukee at five because coming in, they were my pick to win it all. And I think that this Milwaukee team, like I said, has embodied Giannis's mindset. And that team is an extension of Giannis. So I think that they made the call and no, we're, we're not risking it because we all know good and well, this hinges on your availability. So no need to press this game one. They've now been there. This is year four or five of this Budenholzer, Giannis crew, Middleton. They've been there since day one. So they're, they know what to, how, it, how it swings as well. I think that they have problems. I think they have trouble knocking. And I probably should knock them down a little bit from five. But it's just because I think that Giannis isn't on the verge of not making it through the series. And they at least live on. And then you're now in a weird position where you have this Giannis that you're nursing and game managing now, which we've never really dealt with before. And he can't put his foot all the way on the pedal. What Giannis is that? So I have big questions. I wouldn't be shocked if they're not, you know, in in this power ranking, if this is the highest they get in the power ranking. Yeah. Because, you know, there's another team. They have a few more teams in the East on this list. Number six, I have the New York Knicks. It was a, it was a pretty impressive showing. Yeah. I I stood on my take for the series, but as of right now, that you know, and we only have this game to go off of. But I, you didn't have to sell me hard on the Knicks. Yeah. Before this game, yeah. I was a member. Like I was taking brochures and informational packets already about the Knicks. <laughs> I was kind of. Digging I was it, doing like, the MSG tour. <laughs> hmm, how much? How much is the? How much is the varsity jacket? All right, I'm not gonna get it right now. I'm not gonna count, but okay. I, I've got I it in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man, I, I, I dig the Knicks. They got some guys over there. They got some depth. They have players, and Randall is probably at a ceiling that nobody thought he would be at, where he's legitimately one of the best power forwards in the NBA. Yeah, and. My thing is, like I said, teams are going to know how they want to guard you. Doesn't mean that you're not going to, you know, beat them over the head with it. And I think he's at the part now where he's beating teams over the head. And if he's hitting threes on a given night, it's like you got a real problem with Randall. And like you said, too, that might not be the guy you should be most concerned about is honestly Jalen Brunson. Yeah. And that's formidable. So I'm, I'm giving them the nod at six. Thank you. At seven, I have sack because I'm not ready to take too many. If you look at my list so far, I have the Nuggets and the Lakers from the Western Conference. And the only other team in the West I have is Sacramento because I'm not ready to take anybody in the West too seriously. Of course, this probably should be the Warriors because I think they're going to win the series. And I gave that take as well. But I'm going to just go off of right now. I'm not going to put them ahead of them after they just lost. And this might be, you know, Sack's highest showing in the play in the power rankings. But right now, I'm willing to buy what that team is selling versus any other teams 
in the Western Conference that aren't ahead of them on this list. Yeah. I'm not sold on Golden State. I know what they are, but I'm not knocking them. But I'm not, I don't, I don't think they make it out of the conference this year. I don't think they win another championship. I'm not sold on the Clippers. I think that they might have what it takes to be the team that gets Phoenix out of here. And yeah. Phoenix is not on my list either. Yeah. I'm not sold. And I that that new relationship analogy that we that we went off on it was just perfect because when you're it's a real, new couple, it's real. It's when real. you're a new couple, you don't have the couple swag down yet. When you're out in public and you're with other folks, and it's like oh, to to act in public together, yeah. It's like sure. oh, look at them holding hands. Oh, it's yeah. so cute. Yeah, they, yeah. They, no, that's what it is, right? And 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 you and I both, we've been in very long-term relationships and it's like you look back on you know pictures or snap memories of those times and it's like oh, i remember like it was like, weird that was cool. we were yeah we were like holding hands in public like that was so there was just like like this weird it's like yeah the feeling that we were feeling in that moment of just like like and more than that about yeah. this person is like kind of so visible but i'm looking at this picture now years later it's like I just know this person way yeah. better. Like yeah. I just know this person. You've grown yeah. to know me next to them. Yeah. We don't it, have to sell time, you on right? it. Right. It's time. It it doesn't, it doesn't just happen overnight. No. And so yes, I, I agree. Phoenix is in that Phoenix is in a very precarious situation right now. It's like KD got the cut, Booker's bringing him home, and his mom's like, all right. Like, okay. you, you you done brought home a couple of these now like i'll wait i'll, I'll give it give it six months give it a year like mom's happens. not sold on, on yeah, phoenix mom's, not, mom's not sold on phoenix mom's definitely not sold on phoenix um, that's, intuition. That's, funny. that's funny no um so that, that's where i got seven and at eight who do you think i got at eight i'm gonna go miami I got to Miami Heat at eight. Yeah. It's and it's, like it's just the benefit of the doubt. I'm putting them there because if there's blood in the water with this Milwaukee team, they're going to find it. They are. And if you let this team, like this is Jason, like, or Freddie, you know, if you let this team, if you let them stick around, you were going to have nightmares about them. Yeah. And if they win this hypothetically, they're moving on to the four or five. They're gonna get they're not getting the creme de la creme of the conference yet. Yeah. yeah. Which would be Boston or Phil or, or Milwaukee yeah. or Boston or Philly. Yeah. If they win this series, they're gonna get the winner of New York, Cleveland, which is gonna escape a battle. Yeah. They're gonna, and, and they're gonna be walking out of a fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Miami's also been there. Those are teams that are getting their cracks. They're still yeah. getting their cracks in. And Miami's like, nah, we've cracked a big one before. Yeah. Like, and if we just beat the Bucks, they no, they, they it it is it is not it is it is very it is very scary. If you're Milwaukee right now, you're praying. Obviously, Giannis isn't seriously hurt, but if it's lower back, especially with a big guy, and you know this Dude, with like it's things, it's like, it's touchy. It's serious. Like with the back, you can't go. Like you can't raise up. You can't stand taller. You can't be in good posture. Like it is. You're going to go to your limit. And then when you meet that limit, it's going to be visible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, uh, 
Yeah, if you're Milwaukee, man, you are you're not feeling good right now because can't put a band-aid on that one. You need Giannis because this team matches up a lot better without Giannis on the floor. When Giannis is on the man. floor, it's 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 well that's their they have you know weapon x you know they have every the league's kryptonite right now yeah it's yeah 34 he is him like he he we he's made we got him in a laboratory and you know what i'm saying you don't have him so you might have your own arsenal but that is, you know, that's, just, the, that's the guy. That's the big card. Like that is yeah. the ace where it's just like, nah, we just played the Giannis card. And yeah. it, that usually wins out. But if you don't have that, it, man, and you give this Miami team life. Oh, no, it's scary. It's scary for the East because nobody expected that. I credit to Milwaukee. They, they played. They couldn't get over that eight-point deficit that it initially sort of started after Giannis went out. But they'll be ready. Budenholzer has right. been in contention for a while now. It's been several years. So pop pedigree, right? All You can say all those things about him, the Atlanta team, pop pedigree. So he's been there. He knows what's up. Yeah. Um, the question so does, is – So does Eric Spolstra. Yeah, so does Eric Spolstra. So we're looking like, at we can go get two? Yeah. And bring it back home. Because now if Giannis does play, you've just – you've thrown a wrinkle in that team's confidence and psyche. you have. You have. Because, right, like, I think parts were in motion, parts were clicking, they were well-oiled machine of, yeah, our guy does this and we all do this and you're not going to beat us because this is going to win out. This is what's been working. And now you just inject the questionable. It's like now the guys are like, we think Giannis is Giannis. Uh, Maybe he's not. I'm not ready to be, you know, Robin and save the day. If not, because I'm just not really used to that. Yeah. Maybe Chris is going to do it this game. Maybe like you get a lot of uncertainty now where even if he plays this game out, you just. They've literally pumped on the Heat's chest yeah. and like woken up, like, all right, like you guys, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy's talking in the locker room on the way back. Like everybody's kind of doing their thing. You got their headphones on, and Jimmy's just like, we got them. We got them where we want them. Right. Hey, fellas, no, get some Miami, sleep you have tonight. Them right where you fellas, get some sleep tonight. Yeah. We waking up tomorrow. We're going big, big, big game That's hunting. It. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, if you're Miami, you probably feel this is the best case scenario, to be honest. You were somehow going to have to win the eight seed play in game, and somehow Giannis was going to have to get hurt. And both of those things happened. <laughs> I was, I, I was picking Chicago with confidence. Yeah. Wednesday night, you know, <laughs> and like, oh, I want to see this team get in there and do something. And we made a full 180 on this team. And this, this was the, the ghost that I was like, we might see the ghost like yeah. of this team. And I know we had, we've, they've shown time and time again that they, you know, are willing to take a night off and just not look right. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm still haunted. And like, I'm like right now, like, yo, you, you see, like, you see what I'm talking about? Like, there he is. It's that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like sitting on the couch. He's like, Hey, Hey, Hey. 
you know what I mean? Where he's just like pointing at the TV. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, man. So in terms of, in terms of panic meter, right. If you're Milwaukee, like, are you, are you obviously the highest team on the panic meter has to be like the Timberwolves for me, because it's like you, you won your game only to get smacked in four. (laughs) Like, yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't look at theirs as panic. I look at theirs as more like effort. Like <laughs> it's when you didn't play like, for the final. Yeah, it's like all right, guys. Look, we're showing up, but midway through, we might know. Like <laughs> we we might know pretty quickly what 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 we have here. <laughs> they, when, when, the, when the when the email comes out, like we're not yeah. clicking the email. Like like yo, how did we do? How'd we do on the final? Oh, I failed it. I know I failed it. Like you don't want to check. No, <laughs> I failed it. Like trust me. Yeah, no. Nah, I don't even need I'm to know. Try, I'm trying to get like, next year. <laughs> that's like that's the test in the that, middle of the semester that you take, right? And then right. you check. You don't look at what your score was. You just look at your overall grade to see how. Just come out like what's there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to know how. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. I only dropped. I I I did bad on the test. I dropped from an 84 to a 67, but it's manageable. I, I, a 67, I right? was sitting on a B plus. Yeah. It's not a D. It's not a D. We're, we can still, we can pass in advance in our career. <laughs> like, we're, we're dancing. The dance is, yeah. the dance is still continuing. Oh, my God. No, I would I'm, say they're, they're not on the panic right? meter, but, you know, Milwaukee's high up there. I would say that uh, – I would say Golden State, man, is is. I don't think you know it's it not doesn't. Panic, if but they, if Golden State loses to the Kings, hmm, conversation, we change. need to start a dialogue. Yeah, changes tomorrow. We need to have a town hall meeting. Yeah, like this isn't like we need we need input from everybody. If Golden State loses to Sacramento, yeah. All right, hey everybody, hold pull no punches. Let let's let's get out what we feel because they have contract decisions with clay thompson they have to reevaluate do we still want to keep this nucleus intact yeah they they've got some decisions to make things don't go right i think phoenix is they've got you know quote unquote their excuse in the bag if they don't pan out it's just that we just put this together you know the stat nobody's won with their best player like so i don't think they're not you know they're not sweating the loss i don't think the clippers are sweating the loss the Lakers can't really afford, you know, to to fall in hard times with yeah. the way their organization struck. Like they're all chips in right now, yeah. So, you know, they they can't afford a a, a flat tire right now. And that has to be on the panic meter. I agree with you. I mean, what's what's the saying, right? Like, the the most dangerous man to fight is one that has nothing to lose, and it kind of feels like like the Lakers feel that way. It's like Either way, this kind of feels like a a a climax. Like there, this is yeah. Because when you like this is this you you've made this bed for yourself. You you've talked yourself into top billing, and you've you know Adrian Broner yourself. Like no, I'm him. Like we are. Like I'm second in the West because I'm this this that and the third. All right, great. Play a team that we know is the truth. Yeah. And if how this season, how this series is going to play out, we'll see. But if they lose convincingly, the whole league is looking at y'all like, this is what we said was going to happen. Yeah. And if they're not the only team that can do you like that. Yeah. You've got, you've got some questions to answer. You thought Ja was this and that and that. 
he's actually this is what you do to him in the postseason. You let him beat himself. And I hate to you know even talk like that. Yeah, but no, it's, it's, it's true. They're going to set themselves up to be like, man, you know what? We really do need something. We need something that we don't have. And we don't really know what we need yet. So they're on they're on expose him watch. They are. <laughs> and, it's like uh, it's like that point in the World Star fight where you know on Twitter, Twitter's the best fight videos, first of all, right? Like yeah. Twitter fights, right? Like it starts some like it's just two guys kind of swinging. And then you start you you kind of see there's a crowd forming. Nobody really knows what to do. People have their phones out, they're most likely dialing 911. Then you start to see the phones come out to record. And it's like, oh, this could get ugly, right? And so this was like the first round of that initial kind of jabs with the Twitter fight. But at the end of the game where they're dunking everything, now it's like, okay, now someone's about to get knocked out and everyone's yeah. about to go. It's like, Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, no, you're about to go viral for the wrong reasons. You're on the other end of World Star. And yeah, they, you know, I think the Hawks are willing to blow it up. And they're like, yeah. should we not? Yeah. And like I said, they, you know, they got a brand new coach. You don't, this isn't your team. This isn't your and team. they got a good coach. You're running Quinn Snyder. And it's like, all right, you're going to trust. You just put your eggs in this guy's basket. He might see something completely different. And we're going to see, you know, they, they, they might, you might need, they might not need a lot of convincing to yeah. make some big shakes. And other than that, we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. No. Lots to look forward to with this weekend. We're probably going to have to jump on because Sacramento and Golden State play Monday yeah. night. And I think this is the series that everybody's watching now. Oh, yeah. That arena is going to be lit. That arena is going to be so hype. Back at <laughs> Golden 1. And Formerly let's known see. As round Ball. 2. Round 2 for those boys. I'm ready. Give me, give me Kentucky right now, Kentucky baby. They, oh, Kentucky. They're, they're over there. They're over there. Well, brother, I this was good. This was good stuff. This was this yeah. was hearty. Lots to yeah. bite into with this episode. Oh yeah. oh yeah. We appreciate you for listening, and of course, by all means, support the pod. Like, share, follow, leave a review, leave a rating. Interact with us on social media. And we've got more coming for you this week. We don't expect this to be the last time you you heard from us this week. Yeah. There's too much to talk, too much to discuss in the world of basketball, evidenced by our multi-hour game one review. <laughs> Literally. I don't know how we just rip it off like that, but this was a this was a show that had five Roman num that had four Roman numerals of bullet points. <laughs> That's how we do it. Four bullet points and some notes. So yeah, this is the conversation that we hope, you know, holds you over throughout okay. the buffet marathon that is the NBA playoffs and more to come. We're just getting started, y'all. We've got we've got a lot of a lot to go. A lot to yeah. go. Power rings in the books. Till next time. Till next time. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>